There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister, where for the first time in a few weeks... <sighs> Sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> where for tired. the first time in a few weeks, we're in the same room. Oh, hi. And we're delighted and not at all bored by each other. I'm not bored by you at all, although I barely could get you here today. Had to bully you over by telling you the truth that Dad said he missed you and wished to see you for lunch. He saw me yesterday. He said, he literally looked up from his phone and he went, oh no, Rosemary's not coming over, we're not going anywhere for lunch, we're not going to see her. And I said, oh my God, I'm going to text her, that's the nicest thing you've ever said in your life. Do not text her. Do not let her know I said that. She doesn't need any additional pressure. I mean, Rosemary, you have shaped. As I drove up the driveway, after saying no to mom, I was not coming over to lunch. No to you, I'm not coming over to lunch. And then you were like, come over, we'll have a really quick lunch. It'll just be 45 minutes and then you can go home and do your work. And then when I wrote back and said, okay, but can we pod directly after? And you didn't write back to me or answer my call. I was in a rage. Anyway, I eventually came (laughs) over having been persuaded and as I drove up the driveway, I was like, why am I such a pushover? I need to stick to my gut. I mean, delighted, delicious soup, delicious sandwich. I'm very grateful, actually. But I was just like, I need to stick to my guns. You were delighted when you came in and I delivered you homemade carrot celery soup with a heart-shaped splodge of cream on the top. Did you get one with the heart shape? I wouldn't call it a splodge. I'd call it a drizzle, but a I wasn't heart- aware of what shape it was. It I was just lurried heart- it into my mouth. I'd like to point out I don't like carrot soup. That's why it was carrot and celery. Will I go out and tell them to shut the fuck up? You maybe, no, because he's fixing something in the house for me. Don't say a thing. Go on, Dad. (laughs) You've got to get your priorities straight here, Rosemary. And then when I said to you after lunch, okay, well, lunch is finished, you could leave. You looked raging and I was just trying to be nice. You could leave now. I looked raging because we had to record the podcast (laughs) and I thought you'd forgotten again. I had. Just like I forgot last night, as did you when I texted you at quarter to ten. Were we supposed to pod at eight and you were like, oh no. It was actually only quarter to nine, which made me feel a bit guilty that I was like, oh, we could pod now. But I was watching Vanderpump Rules and I really didn't want to. Are you not finished that yet? How many seasons are left? Ten and I'm halfway through season ten. Sorry, there are ten seasons in total. And I'm halfway through season 10. And at the end of season 10 is when Scandaval happens. So I cannot wait. God, that's a lot of watching to get to one event that you already... a big commitment. But you already know what happened. So like... Oh yeah, but I need to see it all go down. Okay. And I think you don't even see it on camera. You just see them talking about it in the reunion. 
But anyway, listen, I was stressed. I was recording my audiobook. I'm meant to be still there right now, in fact. But you're but such I, a quick talker. <laughs> I'm, it'll be a surprise to you now to hear that reading things out loud is actually my forte. All of that practice of being the narrator in primary school oh, yeah. has really stood to me. Good job. Did you, um, did you have any bloopers that you put aside for me? No. None? I, no, and I asked the... Well, I mean, I did have some bloopers, so I had some bits where I'd go and I'd go... And then I'd start the sentence again, but there was nothing funny. And there was no points at which I laughed or cried or felt awkward. And I didn't even stutter over the words blowjob, although I did get very good at just looking directly ahead of me and not looking at the sound engineer because I was like, do not look at him at all during the... He, he looked really like Jedward. He looked like Jedward's older brother. And I told him this at one point and then the producer from Spotify who was on Zoom was like, did you just say Jedward? Because I was thinking the same thing. Is this an American individual? Yes. Didn't Jedward do a cameo for us? Yes. Oh my God, that was hilarious. So the recording is done. You had very few bloopers. Did you cry at all? I cried yesterday afterwards when I got into my car. Useless. Absolutely useless. How am I supposed to monetize that? Beatrice, I would have been too embarrassed to cry in front of him. He was what? only about 16. You said he was Jedward's older brother. Uh, yeah, but like Jedward to me are 12. Okay. Anna, he was probably in his 20s, but like I couldn't have cried. In front. I don't know. Like I think I was feeling awkward enough. I was like, he wouldn't have known what to do with that. I started crying. Oh, it wasn't for him. It was for your book, for the audience. You can't cry in an audiobook. Although I have to say that book that I listened to, my favorite audiobook ever, Anne Glenn Connors, Lady in Waiting, My Life in the Shadow of the Queen. Oh, you loved that. I loved that so much. She read her own audiobook and she must be honestly 97. And literally at the end of every paragraph, I was like, oh, she's on her way out. She'd like get to the end and run out of air and then go. <coughs> and I'd be like, oh, but did she cry? She made it all the way through. no. Nobody oh. ever cries in their audiobook. Well, you could have been the first. Prince Harry. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been the first. I have to say, though, I listened to Prince Harry's on like four times speed and he sounded very weird. Oh my God, wait till you hear my audiobook voice because I had to speak really slowly. And I realized that when I speak slowly, I'm incapable of sleep. When I speak... Sp <laughs> <laughs> there were no bloopers. When, no, there weren't. When I speak slowly, I'm incapable of speaking at my normal level. So everything ended up being a little bit higher and it sounds really weird. Like you're on helium. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like you should have been thinking about your audience. There should have been some tears and you should have been every time there was a blooper, you should have said like, uh, uh, let me read something because you know, as you pointed out so kindly to me yesterday, I can't read You could read, read a something. bit from my own book behind you. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Hold on. I can't reach it. All right. I gave them a blowjob. I gave them a blowjob. <laughs> See, and that would have been a great blooper. They would you, have just make, oh yeah, yeah, for the bloopers. See, yeah, you should have deliberately laughed. You weren't thinking about the performance, darling. I was thinking, I was just, the whole thing was incredibly mortifying. And it was also, I found it very emotionally taxing. It was like, if I found writing it emotionally taxing, reading it out loud to two strangers was even worse. And I <laughs> honestly, didn't think about that. Oh my God, it was like, the parts where I'm a knob, which is like 85% of the book, 
were very embarrassing. And then the parts where I was like giving blowjobs left, right and centre. And also like talking, like the bit where I said something like, like there's something like, so I decided instead to do like what made the most sense. I put his dick in my mouth. Oh, oh, reading that out loud in front of strangers is awful. So, you know, it's so funny. We're so different because basically you were mortified in front of people you don't know, but you'd happily say that kind of thing in front of mom and dad, (laughs) right? No, but I'd (laughs) happily say that thing in front of mom and dad with the express purpose of mortifying them. Whereas I, whereas I, oh no, it's the same. Oh no, it's different. Whereas, (laughs) (laughs) oh my God, this reminds me of something else, which I'll tell you in a second, which, so whereas I can happily stand up in front of a thousand unknown people and give a talk or a speech or whatever, but standing up in front of a small group of like eight people who know me is beyond mortifying. So see, it's the opposite. When do you have occasion to stand up in a fall in a fall group? Why? Like, a, I've I mean, obviously done my talking yeah, for the week. Yeah. I can't say another word. Like in front of a small group of you know um, colleagues who would know me well, or like people that I work very closely oh, with. I if I had you. to stand up and give like a small, intimate presentation, mortification. Well, oh my god, can I tell you? So we went for dinner on Friday. It was on Friday for Mom and Dad's fiftieth wedding anniversary. And I had genuinely been planning on making a speech, right? Like I had written it down in my head. It was brilliant. It was like I had. What happened? It. I just on the day I was suddenly like, it's ridiculous. I was like, it's ridiculous to make a speech here in Olive Garden. These children aren't listening. I was listening and I was looking I forward know, to I it. I know I couldn't. Well, you have to go out there and give it to mom and dad now. They were so disappointed. They were not. No, they didn't care at all. I was disappointed because I was looking forward to it because you told me not to prepare anything because you were the one making the speech so w- I didn't would you have prepared something absolutely yeah. really yes what would you have said I don't know because I didn't prepare it because you said you were going to oh. sorry so I've I also mom and dad are leaving on Saturday as you know mm-hmm. and it has been a wonderful seven weeks and I happily would have them living here with me however there are moments where I truly am like I need to smile and say nothing or I may implode yesterday for example Mm-hmm. So you can see it's like anything. It's like with the kids. You know, I always say if you, we could happily live in a tiny shoebox because the kids just all want to be in the same two square feet as you, right? It's no point having a massive house because everybody ends up in the same like square, yeah, square I mean, corner of the house. It's the same in our house. I wouldn't be quite happy. Like I would rather if they just didn't want to be in the same square square foot as us but yes I agree well I realized though like for the last six weeks mom dad and I and, uh, of a morning get up have tea, tea coffee and then we sit down the far end of the kitchen table and we all do our respective whatever we're doing dad today I thought was doing something really important finally said what are you up to Sudoku <laughs> right <laughs> I was stitching patches to put on my chair to fix my to repair my broken chewed cat chair right right and mom was doing something else And we all sit, this is how we've sat for the last six weeks, just all in the same tiny corner. Like we must honestly look cracked, right? Anyway, mom looks up, she's reading a book that she looks up from a book. What is the difference? Can someone explain to me the difference between a half sister and a stepsister? I said, yes, I can. No, 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 no. But really explain to me. I said, oh, yes, I can. Listen, just consider it background, consider it, there's a Foley artist in the kitchen adding <laughs> adding interest to the episode. I apologise for the poor sound quality of this episode. They're leaving on Saturday. <laughs> it's actually ridiculous. Oh. Anyway, Bless. sorry, so you started to explain it to her. Oh yeah, 
And I said, well, a half sibling is where you have, you know, one biological parent in common and step siblings are where you're related only via marriage. That's I don't think that's correct. I said that that is correct. You should have explained to her Finn and William are Atlas's half Excuse brothers. Me. Atlas is a half sibling to Finn and William. Finn and William are not half siblings. <laughs> I said, oh, yes, I'm aware of that mother. <laughs> and at this point, I was like, this is now becoming a bit of a farce. I mean, no, I'm going to look it up on my phone. Right. So she then starts scrolling slowly through her mm-hmm. phone. <laughs> Dad then goes, later. Dad then goes, Claire, I'll try and explain it to you. So a half sister is, and I'm like, I literally just explained this, right? So I said, I just explained this, Dad. I'm explaining it to myself. I'm like, I I can't. This place is like Farceville. So this honestly, though, went on for truly 40 minutes. And mom was reading out, hold, shh, shh, I'm reading out. I'm reading a definition here. No, doesn't seem correct to me. Like, this is really the conversation that was happening. I was like, where is Rosemary? And maybe I need to get out of this (laughs) tiny corner of table. We've been together for too long. (sighs) Well, the other day, Brandon came downstairs and produced some 3D printed something that he handed dad. And I said, and this was my error. I said, what's that? And dad said, your sister's upstairs bathroom. One of the taps that goes into the wall has a missing washer. And what happens is when it goes in, literally. Yeah. 15 minutes. It was amazing. Dad, dad, you could have just said it's for your sister's bathroom tap. He goes, well. I didn't want to be condescending and imply that you didn't. I was like, it wouldn't have been condescending. You're being condescending now. I was like, it just would have been saving me from the boredom of having to hear about the taps. I said to him yesterday, will you stop? I said, Dad, you're a desperate mansplainer. (laughs) What the fuck is happening? Is that your phone setting an alarm for the podcast? Oh, yeah, it's probably my phone setting an alarm to pick up the kids. Are they going to turn it off? dad and he, <laughs> poor dad actually was just coming in the door from the garage and I was like shut up but poor dad and you had a total go at him the other morning as well poor dad oh that was when he frightened me when I was getting into the car and I had my meltdown poor dad is anyway correct. you were calling dad a mansplainer poor dad is right oh yeah and he says to me what makes you think I'm explaining it to you now let me be clear there was just the two of us in the room right I go because there's just two of us in the room he goes I'm explaining it to myself this is a new thing I was like What is happening? (laughs) Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You know what I realized? Well, I was going to say, what, what will you miss most about them? But what I realized is, because they stay with you, right? When I lived in Galway and they used to come, well, mom mostly, used to come and visit me. Every now and again, we'd go, we'd have a look around the shops and she'd go, pick out something for yourself there, I'll buy it for you, right? Really nice. And she still does this now sometimes. But I haven't been to any shops with them this time, Beatrice, and I've missed out on my buy something for yourself moment. You are such an idiot. I know, and I brought dad to Costco the other day, he didn't offer to buy a single thing. That's because he had no money. Because I was, I still owe owe you money for that. Um, That's, no, what I'll miss the most about them is, honestly, there are two things, right? I love the odd random hug. Right, I think that's lovely. And the cups of tea mom's constantly making. And the fact that they're just so helpful, genuinely, like all the cooking that has happened, all the cooking, all the dad has fixed. Dad said this morning, because I'm actually stunned at myself. I've done a huge amount this trip. I've done nothing the last several years. And I did so much. So, like he fixed the door, he fixed the back door, he's slamming doors. He put, yeah, he's done like so much. He's going upstairs a minute to fix something else. He fixed the he fixed light switches. Tap. He fixed the tap. Well, yeah, he, well, he made a faux fix for the top. Yeah, he fixed the chairs. He has actually done so much, right? It's been amazing. The other thing they do for good and for bad is they keep me very grounded. So I like to have existential chats with each of them. Oh, I just random. I know. Your sister, your sister just likes to have the most ridiculous, this deep conversation when you're in the car, when you're just, you've just woken up. I'm like, Beatrice, I'm just, I can't, I don't, can't think about that. Just focus on the road. That's oh yeah, that she keeps telling me that. How can you chat when you're driving? I'm like, what? <laughs> um, well, last night, dad, so I, dad was at the end of the table, probably doing Sudoku. This was at about 11.30 and I was watching TV, right? And I was sewing those patches still because they've, I mean, honestly, I'm semi-proud of myself, like how seriously I took making these patches, but they have taken days. I thought the reparation of this chair or the repair of this chair was going to be a one day event. I don't think reparation yeah, is no, the right no, word. The no. chair has really suffered. Yes. And now we must make it up to it. The Although, chair has suffered. Actually true. Yeah, the chair really has suffered. 
But I thought it was going to be a one day event. But even between like ordering all these one day things off Amazon to fix it, it has been just making the patches. I'm on day three of making these because I've I sewed them, then I bought foam for them, then I tacked them. Now I've bought piping, I've tacked the piping on. Now I'm going to get the machine heads and sew them. Then I'm going to attach them to the chair. So if these don't look good, like fucking chairs. This fucked. is why when I thought about reupholstering that chair that I have at home, I was just like, no. Which no. one? The one that I got on Facebook Marketplace for a tenner. You know, the, the nice wooden oh, armchair. It's nice. Is it it's still very there? scratchy fabric. Yeah, but you're oh, not yeah. having it. What? You're not having it. Like No, no, I'll repair it for you. Oh, well then, yeah. oh, you could have it if you wanted it. No, no, I'll repair it for you. Great, but it, thanks. But, it, but like, it might look different. Oh yeah, sorry, I don't care what fabric it is. Okay, great. Like, the fabric is just real scratchy, but when yeah. I thought about doing it, and then I see you doing these things, it just seems like too much effort for me. I also bought an excellent new staple gun. I have like one of those hand staple guns, but this one is a hammer, and you just bash it like a hammer, and the staples come out. However, you have to really understand where the staples eject from the hammer because like the first, oh, not even the you. first time, every time I hit it with the hammer, the lines are just very erratic. So anyway, it's, I'm not very good with that, but that's fine. Okay. Anyway, so last night, dad's sitting at the thing. I'm over at the TV, 1130. And he comes, he puts down, he closes, you hear this, closes, the laptop closes. And I look up like, what's going on? He comes over, he sits down beside me. So I closed, pause the TV. And I was like, look, we had a great chat and we're getting like, having someone he's talking about when he worked it. Volkswagen and he'd obviously he, had a bit of wine had he oh no no oh. maybe and he was talking about um you know major he was like there are a couple of pivotal moments in my life where the the road forked and it could have gone either way and I'm like this is great chat right and I said that reminds me of well good night <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh he goes enough of this good night Right. And I was like, oh, my God, they definitely keep it very real. And every now and then, like when mom and I would be having a long, meaningful conversation and she would be exchanging meaningfulness with me. There comes a point where she just you could see the face <laughs> changes, like the whole demeanor. You can tell she's just like had my quota. It's like when she's eating an ice cream, she goes, don't want the end of that cone. I know. It's always the last inch or something. Yeah. Like, Does anybody want this? Yeah. No, thanks. no, thanks. She's like a cat. You know, sometimes you're petting a cat and you're having a great time and the cat's having a great time. And then all of a sudden the cat just decides, nope and gets up or starts like like biting you that's yeah. what she's like yeah exactly they're both like that and what did he say yesterday I said something about do you ever think about I can't remember like do you ever think about things you could have done differently and I more meant like are there any career paths you'd be interested in you were interested because I was watching The Good Doctor and I was like I'd love to be a surgeon right <laughs> And what did he say well I've often thought if I put the engine on the back of my gyro instead of the front it would no. have been I don't spend a lot of time thinking about what could have been may have that's where you get it from. And I went, what? I was like, I was just asking you, would you have been interested in any other careers? Because I'd like to have been an architect. I'd also like to be a surgeon. Thought I'd like to be a therapist till I realized I wouldn't. So, I mean, I'd like to, be, oh, and I'd like to be a lawyer, right? So those are the things I'd like. But I mean, I don't think I'm going back to college for any of those this things. This is literally just a list of TV shows you watch. No. <laughs> it is. I'd also like to flip houses, but that's more realistic. And you'd also like to be a detective. Oh God, no, no. I mean, I know I'd be a crap detective. Yeah, but you'd still like to be a, like you'd like to be a good detective. No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd like to be a forensic. I'd like to be finding the clues from behind my desk. Uh, I'd, I'd like oh, to be. Oh yeah, there's a lot of walking and being a detective. No, there? Not, no, there's a lot of running towards danger. Oh There's yeah, a fire over there that. and somebody's being attacked. I'd be like, okay, well, let me know when it's over and I'll go over and see if I can figure out who did it. Oh my God, speaking of running away from danger, I tried to play frisbee the other day with Brandon. We were out in the garden with the baby and he threw the frisbee like quite gently at me and I ducked. I was like, Dead oh, that's right. why I don't play these games. Dead right. It's <laughs> <Just> some self-preservation. <laughs> anyway, so sorry, did dad come up with an alternative career that he would have liked to have done? Uh, He doesn't think about those things very much. 
No, that's when he started talking then about the conversation went sideways. Then he started talking about like the fork in the road, life took different paths. But it was all like I could have stayed at this company or gone to that company. I was offered this, you know, then we started having a different conversation. But no, there was no, he's very happy. Life, he said, he said, life is what it is. Very happy with my life. I was like, that's really nice. Because I'm having frequent bouts of like existential crisis going. I feel like it's too late for me to do a lot of the things that I imagine I would like to do, but probably don't have the energy. And I'm also getting very, already getting very worried and anxious about turning 40, which I know I'm not going to, I'm going to feel bad about. You're not, because I'm going to give you a surprise party and you won't have any control Fuck over off. it and you're going to love it. I do not want a surprise party well, for my 40. I'm leaving the country. Then I'll tell you about it. You know what I realized today? I was talking to an American friend of mine and we were talking about another person we know. And I said something like, you know what the problem is? They've never had someone to say to them, would you just stop going on about that? I I, like, they, that's what our parents did for us nonstop. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's oh, yeah. actually the gift that they gave us. So here's some life. So let me like tell humility. you. Let me tell you. Will you just stop going on about not wanting to turn 40? Because I'm going to organize whatever party I want to organize for you. And then we're going to get together and celebrate how wonderful you are. What's that noise? Dad's fucking doing something in the garage. <laughs> He's got a tool out. That's what, for fuck's sake, could he not just have waited 40 minutes? I couldn't. Anyway, what I was going to say was, for my 40th birthday, can we just go for a weekend, the two of us, to New Orleans and have a really nice weekend and go and like look around and go to a nice restaurant and be stop nodding like you like surprise party. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm like, that surprise. sounds absolutely <laughs> lovely. When you get back, no, we'll unwind no. with a massage. <sighs> God, imagine if you told me I was going for a massage and I walked in somewhere looking like absolute <laughs> shit wearing sweatpants and you were like, it's a surprise party. I'd murder you. Or maybe it'd be nice though to be brought to, to be brought. It would be nice to be brought. It'd be nice to be brought to a spa and have all your friends there also looking like shite to have like massages oh, yeah, okay, and, fine. Yeah. and an afternoon of spa like shite. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, That's you a know good what? Surprise. You know what I'd like for my 40th? Fly all my friends out and we'll go to Woodhouse. From where? From, From the Ireland. middle of Fort Wayne? Oh, those friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, when I get a job, we'll reconsider no, you know that. What? I'm actually going to plan to go home for the entire month of my 40th. Oh. A, so I can celebrate with my Irish friends and B, so I can get the fuck away from you. Oh. There'll be no surprise party. It's the year of your 40th, so don't worry about it. But that's a great idea because Atlas won't have started school yet. So he, he could go with you for the full month and you'd have a great time. Oh, we would have a great yeah, time. Yeah, you would. Atlas won't be starting school until the year 2027. Yeah, I know, but you think that's ages away. And suddenly you'll be like, how's he starting well, school? the year he's six though. That's fine. <sighs> feels like hey, it does feel like ages away but i suppose it'll be here in the blink of an eye yeah the blink so i can't of believe a, he's turning two next month the blink of a very slow eye right yeah so that'll be nice okay so 40th birthday that'll be something to look forward to and but like sorry what i was kind of trying to say was i don't think dad has ever had like oh god you know i can't like ha- had a moment of kind of personal crisis at turning 75 or oh dad is not happy to be 75 oh is he not yeah dad told me that aging is the crappiest thing that has ever happened and i thought he still feels plane fell off the platform at the red bull food tag he still feels like he's 27 and gets a shock every time he looks in the mirror and sees himself especially after you shaved his head (laughs) (laughs) he asked me to do that you're saying it like i just like he woke up one morning and i was there with the razor no it was the fact that you shaved his head hosed him off in the garden and then took a sneaky picture because i said are any pictures he went no and then immediately the phone went bing (laughs) it was actually well now like look just to explain this it was the day of the 50th wedding anniversary dinner he asked me would i shave his head because he thought it was getting a little unruly 
And I didn't really stop to think, no, it's not. Because it, it is nice, I think, when it gets I thought fluffy. it was. I was very nice. I was horrified that you yeah. had cut it. I should have just gone, no. But I just was like, okay, I just do whatever I'm told. As evidenced by coming over for lunch today. But you see, mom loves his hair shaved as well. But I, I think she loves it shaved because she likes to keep him sort of docile. I was you know? just about to say that all of his power is in his hair. Yeah. And as soon as it's gone down, then he gets meeker. Yeah, she likes, but she definitely likes to be in charge time. She does. And she likes to keep him feeling not great, you know? Yeah. Because especially oh, you, if... The, you can't get away with that hoodie. Yeah, because if things are going really... If you're having a really nice day, what did she say today? She said, like, she always has to put it... I mean, and she's she's semi-joking, but like I said, uh, he said, oh, I've done a, I've really done a great job now. I've done a lot of work around the house. She went, have you? Is this finished? Well, when we get home... Let's hope that you can keep this up because you might be on a roll, but I don't think you've done that much. She I was really like, oh my knows God. how to take the, like, she really knows how to, what does it call it, halt to your gallop or something. That's it, that's it. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she doesn't want you to, she doesn't want anyone to get too puffed up. I think you're right. I think we had all been admiring dad's hair. So she immediately was like, she enough of that. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, sh- I shaved his head from him in the back garden. Uh, obediently I bet your mom was holding that hose that was spraying him down was she (laughs) (laughs) she wasn't but then he was covered in all this fluffy hair and I said and it was roasting to be fair and I said do you want me to hose you down I presumed he was going to say no because remember we went over that when I splashed him with the water in the shower (laughs) and he literally lost his mind and was angry at me for at least an hour before he calmed down so I was like haha this will remind him of that moment but like he'll say no and he said yes Oh, I know, Rosemary, because you texted me the most excited Great. text of your life. Full force in the head. It was, <laughs> oh God, a gold, a truly golden moment, just like the wedding anniversary itself. Absolutely, Egypt. It was amazing. Anyway, I actually meant to talk about something specific in this episode, but now oh. we've just given an update on mom and dad, which I suppose oh. is going to have to do. They've been dotes. I brought them to Target yesterday, so that was their regular Target jaunt, and they bought some t-shirts and some clothes oh mom told me your father spent 70 dollars in target oh yeah well I, well i went to a i chaperoned them and i spent 325 dollars and the reason you ended up getting a quirkle is because i said i'm getting a quirkle as a gift for somebody and mom said oh rosemary would love a quirkle and i said oh great so i put a second quirkle in and then we got home she goes who are you giving the two quirkles to so you weren't supposed to be getting a quirkle <laughs> God, I was so touched that you went to Target and thought of me and now you've ruined it. Well, we did think of you and I thought she was putting it in the cart. She thought of you and then did nothing about it. But anyway, mum was shocked at dad's flahool of spending. She shouldn't mention yours. Yeah, well, I was shocked at my spending. Did I, you buy I, anything nice? No, I like literally bought food, stuff for oh. the house. I bought gifts for upcoming kids' birthday parties. Oh. Like it was very boring. And I bought one item which was kind of like a white metal toolbox with no lid you know it's like from oh I saw it out in the garage yeah from Magnolia's hearth and home line and I was thinking oh, I'll organize stuff in this I'll put the kids art supplies do you really need this don't you have toolboxes in the garage it's like it's it's twenty dollars like I think it'll be good for organization if you're looking around my office now which looked so beautiful in the photo you took it did and now looks so chaotic because there's just stuff everywhere. still looks beautiful but beautiful chaos yes. beautiful chaos you don't need that. Put it back. Which then I was like, I probably don't need it. I should have put it back. But because they told me to do it. Well, whatever you do, you should just bring it in from the garage because I think it's going to get wrecked out there. Good point. Well, it's only been there for a day. I know, but I just lifted it off the off the cokes and put it on the sink. So from there, it's a slippery slope down to the floor. Okay. Thank you all so much for listening to Not Without My Sister. Get us on Patreon, patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister. Follow us on Instagram at notwithoutmysister. Send us a voice note, which Please. we will listen to and then potentially play out in the podcast oh be great any minute now our parents are going to shut the fuck up (laughs) but obviously not before we finish this episode bye bye. (laughs) oh
Not Without My Sister is recorded in studio in Fort Wayne by Don Kirkland, who also wrote our theme tune, and the original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.